the Make Share Grow podcast. I'm artist Julie Marriott, and I created this podcast to share behind the scenes stories of art, craft, and the creative process. Hey guys, today I'm going to share all about my process of creating a painting from start to finish. I'm excited to talk about this because I know every painter works very differently. We each have developed a process that fulfills our unique needs and personalities as painters, and most of the time we break one or two art school rules along the way. I hope this will be a fun look for you into how I create. So here we go. I'll start out by saying that the way that I am going to describe how I paint here is a little bit different for my personal process than it is for my commissions. My commission process I explained in episode nine is a little bit more planned out. So the really intuitive sort of process that I'm going to explain here is definitely for my personal studio work and the paintings that I just kind of create for myself and then I'll put into my online shop. So the first step that I start out with is usually painting the canvas a solid color. Most of the time I'll do this. Every once in a while I'll have a piece that I'll start with a white canvas and then I'll come around at the very end and paint the background color around my main motif, leaving sort of a white cutout edge border around it. But mostly for my smaller pieces, I paint the whole canvas a solid color, and that really sets the tone for the piece. It kind of is going to determine whether it's going to be more of a dark or mysterious piece that kind of makes the colors pop, or if it's a warmer feeling piece where it has a warmer like yellow or coral colored background. So that's my first step, and often I don't really have a plan at all. Most of the time, I don't have a plan at all. We'll be honest and say that I just kind of choose a color that I like, that I like the feel of, and I just paint the canvas that color, and then I'll decide where the painting is going to go after I have made that decision. My next step is usually to hop on Pinterest and get some inspiration for the types of flowers that I'd like to use. I have a bunch of pin boards that are just inspiration boards for colors, for bouquets, for flower types, a big mishmash, and I don't ever copy one photo all the way. I usually just take one or two elements from a photo and then kind of collage it together with other references from other photos. So I'm not so much coming to these images on Pinterest to try to copy what a different floral artist has done or a different um, flower arranger has done. It's more so for me to see an individual flower and then I can use that as the starting point for my painting. So I start out just freehanding a couple anchor flowers And I don't sketch usually. I just go straight into the paint and do thinner layers. I don't build up a ton of texture at this point. I just kind of block in my main flowers. I use flowers as the anchors to my composition, and then I go ahead and fill in leaves in my next step. And this is just kind of something that is unique to me. They tend to 
kind of decide the direction of the painting with the flowers, and then the leaves kind of respond to where the flowers are and fill in all of the gaps. So I'll stop here and say that this whole painting the foreground before the background part totally goes against the traditional rules of painting, and I feel wonderfully transgressive whenever I do it. But I just kind of come to this way of painting I think based on the influences of my pattern design learning, I really like having the main motifs put in first in my floral paintings and then filling the background around it so that the background kind of comes up to the edge of the main motifs versus them going completely behind and the motif, the main motif, the flowers sitting on top of the background. It's just kind of this unique aesthetic that I've developed that I really like the look of. And it kind of has a patternish feeling to it, a little bit more of an abstracted feel versus a really realistic feel to the piece. My next step is to look at how the flowers are laying and then to layer in a bunch of leaves and greenery and fronds and things like that. So they really respond to the way that the flowers are are positioned and it's all very intuitive. So I just kind of mix a color and sprinkle around some different leaf shapes in that color and then I'll mix a new color and just see where those would look good to be layered in. I don't overthink this part at all. This is very intuitive. I'm just sort of layering in things and just kind of responding to what's there and then deciding where the next stage of the painting is going to go. Often I, on my palette, I'll I'll mix a color and then I will use that color and mix something else into it to, to change and adjust the color into a new one. And I'll do that several times with the same pile of paint so that eventually I kind of come up with an interesting neutral, more of like a gray green sort of a color. And I like doing that method of mixing paint because I come up with, with colors that I wouldn't just outright mix first thing. It's just sort of an exploration on my palette, and then I come across these happy color mixtures that are interesting, and I'll layer them in as well. During the process of a painting, I pause a lot and ask myself where the painting is leading. I pay a lot of attention to balancing the composition so one area isn't too visually heavy. I also make sure there is a good balance of warm and cool contrasts and light and dark contrasts. So I talked about this in one of the episodes of why I paint that a lot of the principles I use in my paintings to make them pleasing to my eye are contrasts of warm, cool, light, dark, and different shapes. And so I like to play with those elements as I'm pausing and I'll look and I'll say, okay, there's, you know, a lot of leaves in, you know, gathered in this area that are all hanging out in this cool turquoise area. I need to lay on top of that maybe one or two leaves in a wonderful yellow chartreuse color. So that will really break up that cool area and bring in some warm color to it. So I just kind of think like that about how I want to build my painting and just kind of follow the way that the painting's leading. I definitely don't have a plan starting out. I'm just sort of creating as I go and as I see what the painting needs. 
As I'm working through the painting and making different decisions, I'll get stuck sometimes and just go, I don't know what to add next. It needs something, but I'm not sure what the right color is. And so I'll hop back on Pinterest and again, scroll through my boards, look for a new leaf type, look for a new color type, and just get inspiration that way. So I'm, I'm jumping back and forth between different references and my canvas along the way. It's definitely very collage-like. So there's things that I just put in there because they just spring out of my imagination and things that are more di directly pulled from a photo image. So after the flower elements and the leaf elements have mostly been layered in there, I have a detail round where I'll go back and I'll add all the other little detailed elements that might have gotten overwhelmed in just the layering process in the middle there. So things like smaller flowers, berries, or more delicate little buds or leaves of some sort. I'll put those in and then also I'll look and often see things that need bumping up in contrast. So in my flowers, I will add highlights that are like a lighter shade of the flower color that gives it a little bit more texture and, um, uh, and a bit of a three-dimensional quality to it as well. And so I often will come to a flower and say it needs one lighter shade of sort of a highlight color, and I'll go ahead and mix that and then layer that on top. This last stage is also if I want to add a thicker layer of paint that's really going to be a, a thicker body that stands up off of the canvas and has really a nice thick sort of juicy stroke on there. I'll mix my final color for a flower in with some of my uh, gel matte medium, and that will help it stay really thick, really like uh, more of a pasty texture as it dries so that I can keep that dimension to the paint. So I'll layer that as the final layer on some of my flowers, and then that will mostly be the end. When I feel like I've come to the end of the painting, I'll put it up in my studio for a while and just look at it from time to time. I'll just walk in and stare at it. I do a lot of staring. <laughs> um, a bit of time and distance really helps me see if any areas need adjusting. And so I'll just walk in and I'll say, oh, that, you know, I didn't see that before. That part needs a new color. That leaf really doesn't work. I need to layer something else on top of it. And then after I've made a couple tweaks here and there, if it needs it, then I'll just consider it finished. I don't really, I don't struggle a lot over how to finish a painting. I really just go with my gut. And if everything kind of feels settled and feels balanced in the different ways that I look at balance, like those different contrasts, and also the composition feeling balanced, like one area isn't really weighted much more heavily than the other areas, unless it's purposefully supposed to stand out in some way like that. Um, if everything feels generally comfortable and well settled and I just look at it and I I feel like a contentment looking at it, then I consider it's done. A quick announcement here at the end for you guys. You may have heard on the last episode that next week is my 12th and final episode of season one of the podcast. 
So I am planning on episode number 12 to be a Q&A, an Ask Julie Anything episode. I'd love to use this episode to answer any questions you have about the subjects I've talked about on the podcast or anything else related to my art practice and business. If you have a burning question, shoot me an email at hello at juliemarriottart.com and I would love to include it in my answers in the show. Thank you so much for hanging out with me this week and I will see you next time. listening to Make Share Grow. You can keep up with the podcast and my artwork on my website, juliemarriottart.com and on Instagram at juliemarriottart.com.